Hey guys, welcome back to the North Bros Outdoors podcast. You're probably concerned the voice sounds different, and that's because it's me. It's Jacob Enixon. I finally met, as Nick said, I had a I had a penalty for being away for work, you know. <laughs> so I had to make yeah. three episodes back on before I could host the podcast again. Yeah, quotation marks penalty. So I'm joined here in the studio with. Oh, I, I said this is episode sixty. No, you didn't. Oh well, guys, it's episode sixty. We're here. We're back. It's a milestone. We got Brandon Wixo, Nick Beto in the stud today, and hopefully everybody had a good fourth. Yeah, this will be coming out the week after the fourth. Hopefully everyone was good, safe. Still has Every all their digits. all their digits. No, I that. That were, no, that was better. All their digits. At least ten. So you like five and five. I'd probably keep... Okay, oh, I got my question for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which fingers would you have? Hold on, we can't get into that. I got a, I got a good question. Okay, that is a good one. So, yeah, in this episode, I think we're just trying to talk about a little bit more of uh, hunting. Nick, Nick's showing a meme right now on the table. <laughs> Let's see. It says got- Tupperware sales after you put spaghetti... <laughs> They're like bleached red, and this it guy says, is just sunburnt. Yeah, Tupperware heck. after you put spaghetti in it, and the dude's like sunburnt red. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, I think we're pretty much going to get right into talking about some some hunting outdoors, bow upgrades. I got a little bit to talk about. I don't know. I think. Yeah. Well, precursor to hunting season. Yeah. Dinah do. Prep work's going to start now. I mean, we're. A- couple months out but shit some people the prep work started as soon as last season ended but i'm I'm not that uh i mean well actually if we're going there i got all my stands set up already (laughs) and never took them down last year correct i thought about making the change uh well i had last thursday off so i went down to the farm and just ended up just messing around playing with what i had picked up and i brought batteries and trail cams like i should go saw some trail cams out start seeing what's out there i never got to it but you know, the thought was there. The thought was there, and that's 80% I haven't done that yet. I'll probably do that towards the end of July here. Yeah. Get out and put my trail cam back out and just see what's going on. Well, you, Are you going to be hunting the same property that you did last year, or are you making any changes there? No, this will be, uh, be year number three, I believe, of bow hunting the property that I hunt uh, out north of Castleton there. And then I'm also going to do a trip out west with, finally. with Wixo. He finally talked me into that. So. Yeah finally it should be fun i might just accidentally drag along too come on out everybody's welcome yeah we can get as many people as we want yeah we, so uh, all three of us might have to bring our houses to sleep in but that's what they're what that's we bought them for excessive but okay yeah. it'll be, be a party you guys party you got there for that or not really um not we didn't so last year was the first time that i went out with a group like that uh we didn't necessarily we didn't really party because i can't um, lie i'm not gonna lie to you i'm gonna definitely throw back a couple grain belts we could I mean, we definitely can. It's going to be a rough morning because I'm getting you up before sunup. But <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a uh, if you want to party, we go early season. Reduced version of partying. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. subtle. And that's the other thing to to note, I guess. We might as well throw it out there right away. We're, we're uh, June 26th right now. We all just got our results. No, we're not. We're well, we're we're, July. at the time we're <laughs> recording this, we just got our results for the rifle lottery for 2023. <sighs> Clearly nobody drew. Well, nobody yeah. here drew. We're all unsuccessful. Can I throw a plug in here? Fuck you, Mike. Yeah, so Mike, Timmy, Micah. Who else drew tags this year? 
As far as I know, that's it. But Mike, you know, riding the gravy train now, doesn't have to work very hard. Yeah, and he's the still going to go hunt. Brand uh, new pickup, brand new camper, just loving life. And of all of us, he gets a deer tag. I'm well, right. the the best part is he's not going to have time to go out. This yeah, is he will. true. He will. Is that's, how it's gonna, that, that's how the payback's going to work. He's gonna, harvest is going to be going. He's not going to have time to get out into a tree stand. He'll be I don't working. feel bad. He left for his cushy, cushy farm job. And he's still going to get to go hunting? That's like the whole... I was going to say, he'll get to take like a week or two weeks. Uh, it's going to rain, and he's going to get to go... Something luck out for him. Yeah, 100%. And I hope I hope it does. I hope I hope it does. I was allowed. I hope it does, but, you know, maybe like nice little dough he fills his tag on. He got a buck tag. Oh, it was a buck tag? Yeah, so he's got his bow tag. Let's shoot a button. I'm just kidding. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't have like said, like, fuck Okay, you, like Mike, a 120. But actually, like, kind of fuck you, Mike. You know? <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, like inflection that was a little different. Like it wasn't like a hard it wasn't like F- a hard but it was like just kind of like a, like know, a like joking, but an actual serious like one. like you know at the end of when people say like oh just kidding but they're not kidding type of f you yeah I wasn't kidding mostly <laughs> kidding but not at all yeah yeah not really no not, yeah not. so after we are done running Mike down anybody else want to say anything to Mike hey Mike hope your new job is cool yep. Hope you're still living life over in God's country, getting all the rain. Everything's missing south, but you guys have been catching pretty much everything. Wait, so. I thought he was just south of Fargo. He's all over. Oh, that's uh, cool. They're a little more southwest. Well, I mean, they no. cover area around. They're, the they're pretty much west. Of yeah. Mike, are you still driving uh, equipment down main highways and roads? That was hilarious. The brand new combine. That was yeah. so funny. Taking it down. Were you here second. that night? No. We got him on the phone, and he's like, what's up, boys? I'm driving this brand new New Holland combine, and... Uh, the road is closed, so I'm on 52nd Avenue. Yeah, yeah. just driving a combine down. Yeah, the main they'll have that. Cargo. Man, 2022 must have been a new haul, and they went down to, huh? Oh, I suppose. Nick gets, Nick, Nick gets mad at me if I get into too much egg talk. Yeah, I don't. Here. I get mad at him when he does his farm spiel. You can start your own farming podcast. <laughs> we live in North Dakota. There's nothing know. else here. <laughs> I drive Especially a tractor. Especially on this side. I drive whatever tractor the farmer puts me in. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I've I wish I could drive a tractor. A red one. Notice he didn't say well. He, he'll drive it. He'll do it. I'd you don't drive. You don't do it very well either. There's a reason <laughs> you're still an engin- full-time engineer, part-time farmer. That's true. Hey, tell you what, I can make a million farming if you give me ten million to start with. Yeah, <laughs> bingo. You, you opened this can of worms for shots fired, so you can take a shot back if you want. Oh, I can. Go ahead. You're sitting. No, I'm, no, I'm good. You're, you're sitting, sitting there enjoying what we're growing right now. You got corn in that oh, grain for belt. For Christ's sake, corn or wheat. I think it's I think wheat. It's literally it grain called belt grain belt. Well, it looks like a piece of wheat. I, I, I'm not a farmer, but I can tell corn and wheat apart. It's literally <laughs> that, that is called wheat. grain belt. Okay, so we, I didn't know wheat? grain belt's a wheat Isn't beer. Corn Bud Light's a rice beer. Is it? It's yeah, it's all, it's all grain. Ooh. Okay, we're going to get too far down this road. Jacob, keep on trucking, buddy. Yeah, well, I'm, at this point, I'm really... Keep on tractoring. <laughs> keep. She thinks my tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um... I guess that's kind of one last thing before we keep going. Fuck yes, you, sir. Mike. I feel, I feel like Go it's ahead. starting to get a little hostile. <laughs> okay, so with that, Nick, you got anything else? There's quite no, a few I could say it again, but I'm, I'm, I've, already, Insert, I've already said more F-bombs in this one than I have in the last, yeah. like, ten episodes. So Insert five-minute clip of Nick just saying that on repeat. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. Yeah. Way to be Mike. Where yeah, you at? Nick, you could did, be here on this Why do you have to get them all episode. riled up? He, I guarantee you, just like everybody else does, if I bring some... Somebody up in the podcast. The only one that doesn't text me is John. 
And we still haven't gotten John Olmstead on a podcast. That's I'm true. talking people that aren't actually on the show. No. Like John, I've we've been trying to get him. We're on episode sixty now. And we I think been, the closest we've come is Devil's Lake. Yeah, and he he was there, but he wasn't on the actual podcast. He eventually we'll get him. We'll get him eventually, but break him down far enough. But like Flash, if I talk about him when he's not on, he'll text me. If I talk about Mike when he's not on, he'll call me. He'll call me and be like, "What the hell? This is going to be quite the conversation." Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the first one call, then he'll hit play again. The second one call again. Yep. What What are we at right now? For time? Yeah, we like ten minutes in. Okay, we're back. We had a little technical difficulty there. So we were getting done talking about Mike, talking any smack about Mike. Nick, you got it all out of you? No, but we don't have enough time. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. 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 On the bright side, so now Nick and Mike apparently have a little beef, but talked to Sean all weekend, and he never took shots out. So I think Sean and I are... Back on the straight and narrow. I think Sean's done. I say that it, it, next time he's on a podcast. It depends if Mike is around. If Mike's around, he will be a complete... He has a switch. Sean or Mike? Sean. Okay. And if Mike's around, Sean flips that switch. And he's that way to everybody. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just the way, way it is, I guess. Kingfish fighting Kingfish? Or? Oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. Isn't that <laughs> what you call it? Yeah, I used that. to call him that. And then I, I don't see him anymore. Okay. So, okay, okay. So the Mike, other day, Mike, I got Nick one. Doesn't you, mean anything he's saying. You asked, so I'm going to tell you. The other day, we're outside. It's like 95 degrees, miserable outside, and we're we're digging and doing underground stuff because the wonderful establishment that I work at decided that they want to move a transformer for an addition to basically give them two more office spaces. We can get into that off air. Uh, but anyway, Mike shows up in the morning. It's like, like I said, 90, 95 degrees. Wait, how long ago was this? Last week. I thought he was been gone for like a couple weeks. No, he shows up in his new truck. Just oh, he's just what, showing up to show up. Just to okay. see what's going on. And he's like, yep, this looks like fun. My boss said that it's too hot to work, so I'm going to the lake. Why'd you, have to, why'd you do that? Literally you just, just to... You just made every... It, yeah. All four or five of us that were there, we all... You know, he left and we're like, really? Like, what would, like get out of here. Okay, I'm done. No more mic talk. You think he's actually done? No. Yeah, I'm not quite thinking he is either. Okay, so back to what we were going on. We all did not draw for rifle tags. Brandon pissed so- me off. It was hot. <laughs> oh. See, and he, I told you. He's sitting there in his shorts and his air-conditioned Yeah, but his air-conditioned seats were acting up, you know. They weren't as cold as they normally get. Uh, all right, I'm actually maybe done now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to... You know, you could start taking shots at him because he hasn't been on an episode in quite a while now. See, that's just uncalled for. You know, I know what it's like to be on the receiving end. I was going to say, you you have like a crosshair on you. If you miss one week, somebody's going to say something. I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. what. I show up and people just give me shit. Yeah, so you might as well. You, you don't want to take any. Come on. you got to have something. To, no. You don't want to take a shot at him? No. Was that farmer brotherhood or what? Only farmers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know there's a... TV dating show yes, now. Don't even that made me mad too. Farmer wants a wife or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You That's mean lady wants to marry rich man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. Well, it's it's not rich man. It's rich. Yeah. See, here comes the, 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 the defense. 
See, this is what I mean. Like, I can literally their... point out a fact, and Nick's immediately like, oh, no, 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 no. He's just, he literally just got done telling me to take shots. And I'd, like, stand up for it, and he's immediately taking shots. Yeah, you're not back. taking a shot. You're. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, Nick, I'll... Nick, Nick, let it out. This Are we going to have to restart again? No, I'm trying to turn your mic off, but it's, oh. uh, some reason it's not letting me turn it off. No, I'm good. I'll just sit here and drink my beer that I wouldn't be able to have if farmers didn't do wheat that or corn. Is a, is we a, haven't decided yet yeah honestly it must be i think it's wheat so grain belts of wheat beer bud lights of rice beer dude fuck, is a do not even corn. bring them up they are <laughs> not even bud worthy so delicious isn't it <laughs> no they are riled up <laughs> they are awful you, your freaking fingernails get painted if you drink that shit <laughs> His biggest defense to everything up the land, he's got the Nick's, Nick in the in the shop they put up at the land. He's got like a bunch of cases of you know, like any different drinks they have up there. He puts like on the wall. I think it's it's probably like a third Anheuser. It's pre woke. Yeah, that's Anheuser. His, that's his I haven't bought any disclaimer. I haven't. See, bought is any. it pre woke or did it take that long for them just to finally come out of the closet? Don't Ooh. say that. Dylan Mulvaney might get mad. Dude, I'm on a terror. I don't I know. know what's going on. <laughs> just shredding through this. Okay, so let's wrap this back around to hunting again. <laughs> He's holding back. He's just packing some rogues. Like, okay, we just gotta keep it to myself for a little bit. So none of us drew. <laughs> we're so far back. None of us drew deer tags. Brandon, like you mentioned earlier, you're still planning to fill your bow tag west. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a bow tag for North Dakota. Are you gonna do any out of state tags this year? Uh, I will prob well. I will be doing uh, out of state Colorado over the counter elk, and I might pick up a bear tag this year over there for Colorado. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens, uh, who goes, and what we do for tags. But um, I'm I'm thinking I might pick up a, a bear tag too. I think it's a couple hundred bucks for a rifle tag, so we'll see what happens with that. I gotcha. And then Nick. You plan on just going after your, your North Dakota bow tag then too? That's that's my plan. I might pick up if I fill my tag early. I might like buy a South Dakota doe or something. But I'm just hoping to shoot one with my bow this year. Yeah, I still this is gonna be year number five, and I still haven't. I've I think I've only drawn back on one doe. Yeah, I'll get you to draw back. But that's what <laughs> that's what I've heard is you know getting into bow hunting. You're you're most guys aren't successful right away it's it's a it takes a long time to get used to i mean everything from playing the wind to the weather to you know i mean that's just, that's just what i've what i've been told i don't know if that's i think five years was when i got my first one yeah so that's yeah. normal or well that's average probably I, for somebody I have no just, idea but i i do know it took me a few years four or five and i haven't taken it i mean i've i've been I, i'm i've been serious about it like i've been trying but once it gets cold enough that there's ice on the lakes, I I'm that I just yeah. I quit, you know. And this year, I never understood that until recently. Until you got this, a this year, not having a uh, not having a rifle tag, I think will help that. I won't be as antsy to get out with the rifle and go after one. So yeah, I, I think will say we are gonna or I'm definitely gonna try something different this year as far as you know maybe go do some public land stuff and. Um, <clears throat> you know, n- not spend all my time in my my one tree stand like I've done the last couple of years. Yeah. 
it's it's no lack of putting in time for you. I will say. I mean, you're putting in the work. I think it's finally time to pay off this year for you. I just want to get one. I honestly don't care if it's. I've told myself that if I go out and like my first sit and I have does come in, I'm gonna shoot a doe. I don't care. If you come out with me, I will be shocked if you don't get the opportunity. And I haven't. I've like I said, I've only had one opportunity where I've actually drawn back on a deer. Yeah, I I. You know, if you're if you're taking does, I will have had opportunities every weekend that I've been out west ever. And I don't know, going out west, it's it's kind of similar to going like say Devil's Lake for fishing. Yeah, I mean your 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 expectations are higher than you're, what they you are. You will if you're, see deer, right? I mean, it took me many years to get one, but you will see deer. I mean, that's not a thing. I say all that now. Yeah, you'll now be the, the one the first, time. The that first I, time that we don't see anything yeah, out there. Nothing. I would be surprised though. I mean, absolutely skunked. Uh, as long as I got an opportunity, I'm not. You know, I'll be. I'll be happy. Knock on wood. I've never been. I've never been skunked at finding deer. And I think by the time that we're planning on going out west, that will be past the. Because that spot that I hunt out, where I hunt at, it is. Um, it seems like once rifle season comes around, that spot is shot. There's, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna get one out there, you're gonna want to do it early. And if you, and the, my other downfall this year is that's that's a cornfield this year. So well, it'll be good until the corn comes off. It will be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, one of my things though is like I don't want to hit one and have it run into the corn. Yeah. Oh, that that's easy. As long as you you got just blood walk to down the rows until you see it. Yeah, that's true. What if they're in 20? Just kidding. Now we get into the planting of it. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be corn, so that that will be good. And I got to look into it. I know last year they had a baiting ban, but this year. Well, that doesn't count if it's a cornfield. No, no but I last year I went out. I think we talked about it on the podcast. I think, I think we, we did. I think we opened now. I think the laws already changed back. Yeah, I can. I think it was I'll, halfway well, okay. through the season. I didn't even. I, did, I actually didn't hunt over that. I think I hunted over that one time. Yeah. Okay. So for those that don't quite know what we're talking about, I think it was halfway through the season, and Nick finally realized last year in two B, they changed it to no baiting. It was very poor the job week, being it out there. The week after I did it, I went and dumped a bunch of corn. I found out that there was a law against it. In the unit that we're in, it's the that only had just changed that year. Like, yeah, it's the only unit on this side of the state that you could not say, bait. Where we go or where I go, you, it's no baiting, but that's all badlands. Yeah, out there it's pretty common, but yeah. th- this was the only one over here. And like I said, I think I hunted over it one time before I even knew that, and then after I knew that, I wouldn't go back out there. Yeah, because my luck, the the game and fish is flying over with a damn plane, and they're gonna be like, <laughs> "What's that yellow pile there? It's not gold," you know. Like, oh, the combine had a leak. You know? Yep. It's a bean field. <laughs> That's what it like pays. If you got private land and you got an inn with a farmer, be like, can you just accidentally bump the auger a little bit when you get over here? <laughs> some, some of them will do it. I don't know how you'd prove that. Well, okay, so if, that would have to be the prior year. So it would definitely be moldy by the. I don't know. Not, not if, if you're not if you're year, harvesting season. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, that's normally what we do, but you know, they like, did it. They did it with soybeans last year in that field, but it was at it was on a different corner, and there was nobody else hunting out there. Yeah. And I had my stands probably two hundred yards farther down than that. So I mean, I could have really just put an arc on <laughs> it, shot it, and let her go. But I I never did, never did even try to sit that. Yeah. Because I know Micah hunts out there with me, and I don't. 
I'm guessing he'll be planning that again this year. I guess I haven't talked to him, but we both got Probably. permission on this piece again. So yep. I think we're going to do a little bit more work out there this year. We're going to trim up some more shooting lanes and move a couple stands. So we don't have – it's not a ton – I'm grateful for what what we do have because yeah. there's a lot of guys that don't have anything. And just for like our listeners in our area, like we kind of mentioned, Brandon said earlier, it's like oh, it's, it's a lot of farming because it is. It's it's a very open area. And, and just a disclaimer here, I a lot I, of posting. I don't have private. I don't have anything against farmers. I'm just kidding. I don't need like messages sent to us. I I, I work for a farmer sometimes. Like it's just we're just kind of yeah. just friendly banter. Back and forth. It's mostly friendly. It's, it's mostly also, friendly. It's kind of only, I don't know, back and forth. It seems like it's always just one way. but It's always directed at Jacob. It could be back and forth if Nick or if Mike would ever show up. <laughs> Got him. And it's yeah. always direct. Jacob has always had that crosshair on him. Yeah. He did sure. teach me something It doesn't last matter year, what though. I do. No. Was it last year? Two like, years ago. It was like three, four years. Like, it has always I, been a thing. I called you and told you. I was like, man, you're right. Yeah. Nick, for the longest... Okay, we're going to get into this one for a hot no, second. Go, yeah, go ahead. We can go down this so, trail. I, it, it was... Okay, hold on. Ask Wixo what they're called. A field. So, so when you're hunting... Different shapes, sizes. Around here, it's very common. What is... Uh, you know what? What's a section? What's a section? Like if yeah. you're... Say you're pheasant hunting, and you see birds fly up in a field, and they land, and you go up. Do you call it a section, or do you call it a quarter? Neither. I would just call it that field. So I, I always used to call it a section. Yep. And like Jake could have been a ten acre chunk. And they Jake would it a section. Jake would tell me he's like, dude, that's not a section. It's a quarter. And I'm like, no, it's a section. Well, and then it would actually it was so yeah. For those going, Nick just didn't really know a section, a quarter, an eighty, you know, like two quarters. I just held the length. I also stuff. would say I don't. Yeah, I knew a section, but I did not know it. Because I was looking at, I was looking at Onyx. Yep. And I was looking at the the lines, like the 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 section lines, the field lines. Field lines. That's what I. That's what I. So call I would call I would call that a section, or I used to call it a section. Now I know what the yeah. correct terminology is. See, and that actually hurt you probably for a while, because when you were checking fields for posted signs, you would drive from one side to the other. But there could have been two fields. There could have been like two eighties and a quarter. Like there could have been three different people that own it. It's only the field. So like if it's that quarter, if it's that eighty, if it's that half section or whatever. Posted signs is another yeah, one so that Nick I will get rolling would on. Just get so mad at me. I'm like, well, it's just it's a, a quarter. It's you know 160 acres and like going. No, 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 no. Fuck you, stupid. It's what it is right there. It's a section. It's a box around it, and it could have been like a 20-acre little chunk. <clears throat> in my like, defense. This section right here. I'm in like, my defense, you knew what I was talking about. Well, because you're pointing it out. And I never tried. I just tried to like, you know, like this is actually what it is. You don't need to check all that. And Nick would just not want to hear it until he started working for <laughs> yeah. Mike's boss. I, I have, a, I have a, uh, a downfall where like if I think I'm right and you tell me I'm wrong, you're an idiot. I'm right. Yeah, and there's like there's no getting through because he's not even listening. Like he, as soon as he thinks he knows what you're talking about, click. He's not listening. Same as Josh was talking about the land this weekend. That's where I got it from. Chris was like hearing. talking about Nick's dad and just like he could just he just wouldn't hear the kids. It was Jared complaining and whatever. And it Josh was Jared said, yeah, that just, was saying. I just go like this and click, and I just couldn't hear him. Yeah, because he's like eventually the kids would come up and they'd be hitting you. They'd be like, Dad, 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 Dad. They'd be like, What? What's up? And Jared's like, Dude, I would have smacked him. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, now Nick finally agrees on how property can get split up. 
So I basically have, I guess I'd have to show you a map, but I would call it two quarters. And then the other side is two more quarters, but that is not, that's the other guys. That's not where we have permission. So we're, we're kind of on one tree belt or shelter belt that runs probably about a mile, maybe a little less than a mile. So it's not much, but like I said earlier, I'm I'm really happy that we have access to that because we got it all posted up and nobody else can go on it. There's yeah. a couple other guys that used to go on it, but and there are plenty of deer out there. I, I see a lot of does. But Those I've, got a pretty constant camera pictures. Yep. Those damn bucks though, they come through there at you know three a.m. and then that that's the one. Okay, we're going in down to another rabbit hole here, but do cell cams like piss you guys off? never actually used one so they make me mad i would say no but i also don't actually have my notifications on like i only see pictures when i want to see pictures you i think just have it like if you get a picture it's notified and you're looking at it immediately i'll wake up in the morning and have like 15 pictures and it's like a nice like like typical or non-typical like six by six or you know whatever and they're always there at night and i never see them there were, there were a handful of times last year where I'd be out there and I'd have to, usually I walk the tree line to get into my stand. Yeah. Well, there were times last year where I'd have to loop out and around the field to get out because there were deer that passed me and I didn't want to bump them out. Yeah. And it's like, well, none of the deer that I saw go in there were those bucks, but then I'll leave and 20 minutes later, after I'm back into my pickup and all my stuff's put away, here comes a buck. Yeah. I mean, it's dark out, so what do you, you do? You can't shoot, but still. And I think last year was just a weird weird with the late snow it seemed like everything was late i swear people were talking about talked to people and they're like i don't the rut literally i don't think happened until after gun season like there was no ruts there's no sign and they're like the week after gun season it seemed like they were going hot it just seemed like the timing was just weird last year i don't know if, if, if that's just me or but if i remember right last year uh western north dakota rut happened right in the last week they got a pretty big snowstorm and everything was everything was covered and they it, it I should say it just started. You I we were seeing some decent bucks starting to chase. Yeah. But it was end of end of season. Yeah. That's what it just seemed like kinda of everything was weird last year, but So <laughs> Jake gets a new toy, huh? Yeah, so I finally bit the bullet for the past Four years, so let's see, I think like the first deer I shot, archery and everything, I've actually always been using my dad's bow, because I came from my youth bow, which I had outgrown, and I just kind of like, well, like, I want to kind of get into archery, bow hunting, and I just took his bow, and well, I've had it for four years now, but... <laughs> kind of borrowed it. Yeah, so, and it, what sparked it is uh, the company I used to work for was having an archery shoot they were putting on, I was like, oh, hey, my dad and I should go, because he still works for them and whatnot, and I was like, oh, hey, how's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> I have his bow. So I was like, that's what kind of really sparked it. Like, right, it's time. And I knew it didn't fit right. So I went in and got fitted. My draw length is like two and a half. Or it was either two and a half or three inches longer than his. Yeah, you're pretty scrunched so up. So, like, I've been shooting a bow where my front forearm has just been a, a V. Like, just holding it kind of where it needs to be. And it's worked. But I, I went in and I did it. I picked up a Matthews, their new flagship, their Phase 4. I picked it up in the 29-inch, so it's like the shorter axle-to-axle one. It was so weird the first time I pulled it back because it, it just the draw length was right. I was like, whoa, this is like, Feeling it just fits. Out. I'm like, oh, man. So I got that, 
I only threw a drop, ultra view, whatever, drop away rest, and a, a site on it. I am going to a movable site. So it's a three-pin, but adjustable. So if you have it kind of like, and I'm just kind of like the home position, like you just got your 20, 30, 40. Yep. And then your third pin, I think, of how it works, once you have it sighted in, and I haven't done any of that yet because I got to pick the right sight tape and all that, I think it's like your third pin is your adjustable. So, like, I think you can yes. shoot that one from anywhere to 25, like a hard well, 10. Well, it, it depends. Does yours have uh, a single pointer or a triple pointer? Oh, I don't even know what you're saying. So, about. like, on your sight tape, there should be, like, a like a little arrow bar. Yeah, so I just got one. Okay, so then it should be your bottom pin. Yeah, and that's, I think, I watched a few YouTube videos. That's the only thing I'm going off because yeah. I've never shot movable before. I've always like, shot five-pin fixed. So, for example, I have a two-pin movable, but I have two arrows. So wherever my dial is, those are my, what you my can, two like, pins are. pick so your top and bottom my pin. My top and bottom pin are accurate at all times to what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to try and get that thing sighted in. I've only put, like, I don't know, 24 arrows through it. It is, I need a new target also. Because I got it. I'm like, I'm just going to shoot in my garage a few times, start kind of tuning it in a yeah, little that's bit. that's a bad soon. idea. Well, as long as you hit the target. But then I was like, I was on the phone with Nick, and he's like, is that target going to stop it? And I was like, actually, that's a valid point. Exactly. So, like, yeah, that other bow, you know, it, my arrow, which was only a 27 and a half inch arrow, would penetrate, I don't know, 8, 10 inches. This one which I'm now shooting 29 and a half or 30 inch arrows is uh, my fletching ends up in the target, like halfway through the, like there's, it's four inches from just blowing through the whole target. Yeah, one soft spot and you have a hole in your garage. Yeah. So luckily the first one I was like, Oh, let's shoot this one like out the garage door. Cause I don't think you're supposed to be shooting in town, but I just want to know like, will it stop the arrow or <laughs> turns out it did. But yeah, I don't, if, if I find a soft spot in that target, it's not gonna. Yeah. Those phase fours are pretty sweet. I have not, shot one but uh i did i looked at them last year and they're they're pretty slick yeah because yeah they just, uh let's see it's the granite which is kind of like the gr- tannish tannish yep. and then it's got black limbs nice that's a good combo is it the like the rough paint i don't know how to explain it but it's almost like a sandy grit paint, a little bit uh, yeah yeah no it's kind of texture it's not like the machine smooth yep. that a lot of them are that's, Similar to what my Hoyt is, it's like a granite almost paint. Yeah. Um, if it's just, if it's similar to mine, the paint holds up really well. Does like, it? I have basically no like no chips or scratches in in the bow paint itself. Yeah. And it's shoot, I don't know, seven or eight years old. I bet. That's, I mean, it holds up. Yeah, that's good. I'm excited. I hope it does. It, I mean, they've gone up in price since I've uh, yeah. looked ten years ago. I'm like, yeah. Since I bought mine, they are up like worth more bucks. than my first vehicle. Yeah, it's pretty. They were getting pretty rough, but yeah. So I'm excited to to shoot that a little bit more. And I think there's a, there's a place in West Fargo. We were kind of talking about this earlier that yep. is like an indoor range that yep. there's a indoor outdoor range, the Sand Hills Archery Club in way west northwest Fargo. Uh, indoor to thirty yards, outdoor to a hundred. Uh, 3D course with 15 to 20 targets plus a field course with, I don't know how many targets, at least 20, I bet. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty sweet setup they have out there. Yeah, it seems like they got a lot going on. And I think it was like 250 bucks for the year membership. Yeah, I'm like, It goes up, but it's still a pretty good deal. Yeah. Like, um, well, especially like like tonight. 
you know, if I want to go yeah. shoot, I, what I can drag my target out to the country. Yeah, like that's that's the best I can do. That's Short of like it. heading to the farm, but you know, it's now now I'm a couple hours into this, like. Yeah, and even like around here to get somewhere, just some public land to go shoot, it's it's a haul to go anywhere. I mean, you can't. It's not like you can just drive 15 minutes and be throwing a target out. I mean, I've done it. Yeah, just throwing it out in the right. Ditch. But you're not gonna like take the time to dial anything in or really do the work. Nick just. Nick is also making a change this year in the. We've got all kinds of new toys. Yeah, Nick. Nick, you want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah. So this is um, right now. I run a. It's either a three pin or a four pin. I think it's a four pin, and four pin sight, and that one came on the bow, and I was talking to Jared, and he just upgraded. He went to this Tetra, the HHA Tetra sight for his bow and his only reason for changing was he wanted to shoot farther he said with that one that's in your hand i don't does it say on it what what exactly it is on the sight that's in your hand because that the, the one that the box there optimizer light yeah so the optimizer light is the one that i am going to put on and the only reason that jared switched from it is because he wanted to be able to shoot farther so now he can comfortably target practice at 100 yards so i bought that one from him and i'm gonna put that on we were gonna do it this last weekend but we didn't have sight tape or anything like that but i've never had a single pin and i've kind of wanted to switch to one and instead of jumping off the deep end and buying a new one i had the opportunity to buy this used one and i think i'm gonna give that a go so for the record if you set this up similar to how it is currently with your 20 fairly low you can easily um just draw on there with a sharpie and get out to 100 just get yourself a fine tip sharpie assuming that your fletchings don't hit you have the clearance for it which you should i'm assuming you're shooting would we be able to tell that just by holding it up to it yeah yeah Yeah, all you gotta do is look at it okay i'm gonna disappear again and grab it and we can hold it up and see because i haven't even held it up well you'll need to mount it. it on Oh, we well, won't be able to just hold it to well, see you, if they're going to hit? We'll hold it close. Maybe. Is your sight off of it? No, but no, we'll, but we we'll should be able to guess. get a, get a good idea. Little, we'll do it live on the podcast here. Bring it out. Let's do a little bow tune. I think we can even shoot across the living room, too. <laughs> shoot the tire on that moped. Just open yeah. the door. <laughs> it's already flat. Maybe I can ricochet off the moped and hit that bike. <laughs> hey, now. I'm, hey, I'm no working one? on a four-wheeler, too. Leave me alone. Well. Your wife is. Yeah, I'm not doing you're it. Do- Actually, no, you're doing a great job on I'm, it. Yeah, this is going to be awesome if it just shows up in my driveway once. I cannot It would be complain. nice that I don't have to do any work for it. Yeah. Although I, I am struggling with not having any say in uh, what it is, what's coming. I'm going to laugh at just a Honda Rancher shows up. You know what? It would, and they, those things are bulletproof. I'm not that's, doing that's anything, out there. so I'm not going to complain, but I'm, I'm struggling with the uh, no, no, no input yeah well it'll be a surprise i bet she does a good job okay so we got nick's bow out here and i think we've talked about it before nick is shooting a hoyt power max in the black let's see yeah so no nick yeah you, you're rocking a five pin five pin sight on there yeah oh you, you got plenty is it a five pin yeah i thought it was a three or four that's five i haven't touched that bow since last fall so yeah, he's rocking a Hoyt Power Max. Got a Bee Stinger stabilizer off the front. Must be about a 10 inch and a drop away. Looks like an Ultra View rest. Yeah, the QAD rest, and then the, I think it's a Trophy Hunter 
uh, sight right yep. now. Just a, a very simple five pin. Looks like it does have a, a little light dealio to light up the pins to help. Which yep. you don't use because that's illegal in North Dakota. Is it really? Yes. So what are the laws actually speaking of which? So no electronics. It is no electronics because it's come a long way. You can go to Shields; they got cameras, range finders, digital like grass no, on I yardage. Should, I should clarify: no electronics mounted to the bow. Okay, so how does that work? Um, I've seen it a couple times on Facebook. People, there's this one company. It's like it's like kind of like what I got on my phone: the magnetic mount, and like you can mount your cell phone to like record. Is that illegal or is that legal? That's a good question. I think it's okay because if I remember right, it is no electronics mounted to the bow that aid in the killing of an animal or something like okay. that. Like recording devices are exempt. Right, because that, that's not benefiting you. Yes, you're not gaining it's, any extra. It's the uh, lighted sights, the self or the ranging sights. Um, I don't really know what else there is, but no, I, th- like I think electronics. I've heard that one before, yeah, so you can't use those. Accurate. You can use lighted knocks. I'm almost positive you can use recording devices. Isn't that a pretty new thing? Having the site that range finds for you, I think, or like at least it's been around a little bit, but like the new ones, like the high tech ones, those yeah. are just starting. Well, now they've probably been out for a little while. I think it's like been out for a while, but like yeah. never where it's at now. Like what are you, you go to Shields and half the ones there have. Technology or electronic. So, what are your guys' opinions on that? As far as having the the rangefinder part of the site, I'll go first. I personally don't think you should have that in a hunting environment. If you're target shooting or you're competition shooting, okay, maybe. But for hunting, I don't think that that is necessary. I think you really draw a deep rabbit hole in that because now you can bring in the cell cams, the pan optics. Like it helps you. It you still have to have the ability to shoot your bow properly. You still have to play the wind. You still have to have your sight right. Yeah, but that extra step of pulling your rangefinder up and ranging, going down, and then bringing up and, you know, it doesn't add that much. I, I personally don't think it's – I don't think I would like it. Yeah. Well, I don't think I would want that. But, but there's even ones that um, instead of a sight tape, it just gives you a digital readout. So it's not actually ranging anything. It's just electronically telling you no, what your sight's does. at. Yeah, it it moves. It puts the dot where you need to shoot. Okay, that's that's it's, probably fancier than one I was looking at. I was looking at yeah, because even um, cause I think the one that had this was like a, a trophy ridge still, but I'm guessing what you're talking about is Garmin makes sights yep. now, and those so like those read whatever you're aimed at and yeah, then auto adjust. So, so it's it's a dot in the center of your sight, and then there's a button that you stick onto your bow wherever is comfortable, and you put that dot. On the deer, you, I believe, hold the button down, it'll range it, and then it'll move that dot in that sight housing where you need to actually aim. That is wild. I feel like, I don't know, my opinion is I, I think it should be legal. Like, what you're saying is there's so many steps there, like, people don't get right. I mean, there's you can watch the outdoor channel or, like, YouTube video, and, like, there's lots of people that are forget their sight was, like, moved or where was it. You know, like, you're cutting out a that can lot still of- happen. Yeah. That can still happen. You cannot realize you not hold the button long enough. You you now you have to push the button. You can spook them off that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I'm, I'm torn on it because I don't I don't think you should use them hunting, but I also use live scope. So. Right. I, and that's kind of where I'm bundling them together. Whereas I think I think it's good because live scope I think is good. You know I think cell cams are good. It it 
I don't know. It, it, it I, aids, but it doesn't do the work. I think I think cell cams are fine because it's not, it's not, it doesn't involve you shooting the deer at the moment. Like, right. yeah, maybe you can pattern it down to when you need to be in there, but it's still not you shooting the deer. Right. And it's not like you're going to get a cell cam and get to your stand quick enough and quiet enough for that deer yeah. to still the be The only there. way that I can see it helping you is if you have it set down, say, you know, within a hundred yards of where your stand is, and you know just by you know you were the one that put the camera there, you were the one that looks at it, all the pictures, you can tell which way the deer are going. If you have one that's coming in to you, and it sends you a picture, and say it's just on a because if it's running, I mean, yeah. you're, you're gonna see the deer before the cell cam gets it to you. But if it's right. like grazing, and it's you can tell that it's coming your way, that might might be a you know a tip off of you know, shit, I got to get ready because this, this thing's Stop coming in and noise, put your lunch down. Okay. But, I, I see where you're going on that. But one. I don't, I also don't, I agree though. I think they're fine because it, it doesn't, that's the only, maybe I'm missing something, but to me, that's the only stipulation to where it would. And I put quotes around, help you kill a deer. Right. And that's, I think and the word Brandon used earlier is aid. Like yeah, everything right. aids you release. Your sight is an aid. It's like it, nothing does the work for you. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Anyone, listeners, message in. See your thoughts on, on the new technology just across everything, which is, I'm just thinking about it now for the first time, is wild. Like, live-scope yeah. cell cams, auto-ranging sites. Like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> so, here's a question. What brand of cell cams, and you do it primarily out west, which out there, I mean... If you set, a, I don't even know if you can set a trail cam out there, but if you do, it's probably going to be gone by the time you get back to it. But what brand of of uh, trail cams and cell cams do you guys prefer? Or like, so if you were to if you were to use one or buy one, what would you buy? I couldn't tell you. I've never even. I don't even look at them. I I think you could. I don't think somebody's going to immediately steal your trail cam out west. I just think that mule deer don't really pattern like whitetails do especially in that area in that environment yeah it's not like they're going back and forth to this cornfield yeah they don't have consistent food no as they do in a cornfield like you know they can go there every night yeah. it'll be there their water's in the same spot out west I, i'm assuming there's like even water puddles like if it rains stuff opens up yeah so i would assume I mean, there's a lot more variance. there's certain ones like maybe maybe you could maybe there's people that use it um i just i haven't seen the consistency enough to where I would think that you could rely on it. And I don't really have that place that I go to. Um, the exact would, same spot. Yeah, every time that I would in. set up one. I don't have, I don't have like a farm that I would go to either to use one. So um, I've looked at them before, but I, it's just never been something that I've really been that high on, high on the list to buy. Yeah. I probably just honestly go with like the cheaper ones and get a couple of them. Then yeah go with an expensive one so that was kind of my thought and that's where i guess or nick you want to go next or as far as which ones i use or yeah your preference or what you're thinking or are you changing anything up this year because because i i'm planning on changing it up and i'll talk about that in a second so i run spy point i have and i, I think i have a a muddy you yep. just the standard trail cam that you have to pull the card out but you but, have the adapter for that one don't you normally rock Nope, that's my dad. Your dad, he, He's, Josh he's got one for a spy point, just a standard spy point trail yep. camera. But I also, 
run the spy point link micro lte yep. but this year i think i want to pick up one or two of the spy point flex just the only difference in the flex as far as i know is that it's not carrier specific it will ping off Use of any tower yeah the closest tower and then there's a, there's a couple other neat things that you can do with the the flex and there's probably a new one out now that was the new thing last year yep. and i i don't really need it because as we talked about earlier you know the 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 size of the piece that i'm on is not it's not really necessary but at the same time it would be kind of cool to put some you know all the way down you know put put three of them so buy two more and then you can tell you know okay they come from here and then they go out here and there's nothing saying that that's going to be set in stone or that's how they're going to be it's just really trying to help pattern where they're moving you also might find out if you're missing them by 100 yards like they're coming through yeah. Right. A path that you just didn't see. Or even like down. coming in on the tree line at the end, but then like just pathing along the field or something going the opposite direction. Yeah, and my my favorite stand that I have out there is actually uh, they when I'm sitting in that stand, ninety percent of the deer that I have seen out there, w- when I'm sitting down, they actually come from my back. So like I'll, I'm usually when I get when I get within an hour of of sunset. I usually stand up, I fold my seat up on my ladder stand, and I'm, you know... Anticipating... Most of the time, I'll, I'll actually turn around and face the tree because I know that they're going to come from behind me, and I don't know what the the geographical layout is as far as why they're coming from that way. Yeah. I know there's a highway that's, you know, on the other side, or, like, where I'm looking, there's a highway about, I don't know, I'd say a mile and a half down from where I'm at. So I don't know, maybe they don't, you know, they don't want to be by the highway or, and I've never. coming from bed going to food if it's night. Right. So there's bedding somewhere behind you. Right. And there is food somewhere in front of you. That's, that's what it's going to be where you're at. Yep. So this year, I I think, like I said, I'm going to move a tree stand. So we'll actually have two tree stands that are straight across from each other. So if Mike and I both wanted to go out and, I mean, we'll be, I think it's 60 yards away. Yeah. So we'll just have to, if we're both out there hunting at the same time, <clears throat> sitting in those two stands, we'll have to make sure, like, okay, when you draw, do not do not point straight across. Don't fling this one. We'll, we'll be eye level, but... Yeah. You guys have to practice your sign language. Yeah, a middle finger means no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think an advantage of that, too, would be, you know, if, if you can see each other... You know, the the guy sitting across from me with his back to the highway is going to be able to see what's coming in behind me, so I'm not going to have to be yeah. be a tree hugger, you know, because I literally will. I, I was going to make a joke. I'm like, yeah, tree hugger sounds all right, drinking <laughs> I'll, Bud Light. I'll wrap it. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy that. Grand Belt Premium. Uh, but I'll, I'll actually, like, wrap, I've done it before. I've, like, hugged the tree, literally, and I'm, like, leaning over on one leg trying to, you know, not yeah. fall out of the tree. <laughs> have you ever thought about going to a saddle harness? Are you hardcore enough? No. Uh, y- have I thought about it? Yes. I feel Will like I... that's what it comes down to. Like, are you hardcore enough? Because you got to stand the whole time. Eventually, I feel like yeah, I... can w- lean into I it. I feel like... I- I've never used one. I have heard they are pretty comfortable. I feel like eventually I would, but right now I have one, two, three... I have like four or five ladder stands. Yeah. So it's like I- I've already got, you know, maybe down the road if I ever get access to another piece or... I, I, think, I think... And maybe I'm wrong on this, but in my opinion, the saddle game is 
more directed at the mobile guys. Which is pretty much what I do because I, yeah. I don't hunt. I At the moment, I don't hunt any private. I haven't in a couple of years. Right. So I don't. I'll, I'll go on to, I have a few spots, different spots on public land that if, um, if there's no vehicles in certain areas, I will hunt them. And right now I, I pack my, uh, hang on stand in and I hang it day of, I'll hunt it and then I'll take it out with me. Yeah. Unless I'm going to go back the next morning, but it's pretty rare. So I, that's why I've been looking into it because it's yeah. something that I can basically wear in. Near. I mean, the platform's like a foot by a foot, and it's the same climbing sticks yeah. you're rocking. Yeah. So what are you rocking for climbing sticks? You know, I don't even remember. I got them so long ago. <laughs> uh, I do know I have the, like, it's XOP uh, hang-on stand. Yep. And then, um, is it the helium sticks? Yep, that's what I'm that's rocking, what the hot, hot heliums. There you go. That's Didn't you have to go on and buy some off a of camel fire? Because you had mismatched sets and you wanted them to be the same. Yeah, and then I bought another set because I was putting this one stand up, and then I I was like a two sticks short to where I needed to get. I'm like, well, you can buy buy one, but that's the same price as like seventy percent of just buying the kit again. So I've actually looked into doing the saddle setup and then getting the um, like the climbing spikes. Like uh, like a lineman, like a lineman throwing yep. a rope around and yep. just riding her up. I don't have, then I don't have the rings. All I'm, that all would I'm doing save is a lot bringing of in space. a platform and some spikes. So uh, that that might be in my future. It's that would be really, pretty slick. Yeah, it doesn't really pertain to my Western hunting, my North Dakota Western hunting. I could use it, Colorado elk in some in certain scenarios, um, but. I do. I'll hunt around the eastern side of North Dakota because it's convenient every once yeah. in a while. That would be super slick. The only problem I can see is, you know, you get branches and stuff. Like, you can't just – it's not a clean pole to yeah. keep throwing your rope yeah. up. you, you got to get around them. You have to pick certain trees. I have several trees marked out on Onyx, though, that are – I can run up my – Clean trees. My hanging stand – my hang-on stand 24. Okay, guys. Technical difficulty number two of the <laughs> podcast. As you can tell, I'm, I'm I'm rusty. I'll take the blame for it. I feel like part of it's not all my fault. We're having some issues with Move the power. Move around a little bit so the computer doesn't die. Yeah, we're powering our our equipment off of the computer right now, and it, like the screen went dead, and it's been shutting off, and I've just been gone over months. Yes, Sean, you've never been time, here. I think last time I was on was episode two. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to go back where we were. So yeah, I think the climbing. And a saddle would be pretty sweet. It would definitely be tough on like different trees, but mm-hmm. if you already got ones mapped out in Onyx, that could be a pretty sweet way to go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it happens this year. Probably won't happen this year. It is nuts how much they still want for like just that harness is like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, though. it's it's a handful. I mean, it's a it's a good chunk of change for that, but but for the guy that should you know, last, the the guy that lives for the mobile game. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to transport. It's once you get the hang of it, it's probably easier to use. And if you're out in areas like that, a good tree is easier to find. Right. Like in, in the one piece I'm at on the north side of the river, there was only one tree that was remotely possible. Like it's yeah. not good, but it was the only one tree that was even an option to try. So wrapping back around now to the cell cams. I am rocking same as Nick, the Spy Point Leak Micro S's. 
Isn't it the LTE? Well, the LTE is just that they're cellular, I believe. Same oh. thing. I could be wrong. I it's thought it was... It's all part of the same name. I think it's actually Link Micro S LTE. I don't know. I've used them for two years. I've only ro- I'm only rocking like four, three of them. The first year I had them, awesome. Phenomenal. Did not have a problem. Last year, it seemed like they were just not working right, not sending, just glitching out. So I, I, I had the same issue, and I spent about a week and a half going back and forth with tech support. You have to update them. They will do it automatically for the first, I think they said the first like six months or a year, they'll do it for you. Oh, really? But you have to get a hold of them, and then the, you still don't have to go get the camera and bring it back and do an update. You just have to reach out to them and say, hey, this is what's going on. Because mine. Like give them the serial number of what camera the, it is? Just your account. They... Just your account. The, like your email. Like I emailed them, and I was like, hey, this is what's going on. You know, I, I replaced the batteries, and I can go three days and then my batteries are down to 25 percent yeah and they're like okay yeah that's a firmware issue uh let, yeah. let's look at it and then on your app it'll tell you and i think that's where i went wrong i shut the updates off so they'll if you leave them on they'll do it for you and then they ended up just updating it and it yeah. worked flawlessly after that really? but yeah same thing first year excellent yeah they were like perfect i was like so impressed with them and they were like i think i picked them up for like a hundred bucks a camera i'm looking up right now the Spy Point Link Micro Flex, just yep. to see what the price is. I want to say they were like one forty, but so when hey, I was buying nine, my, ninety bucks for a single, ninety right bucks now. for a single. That's and that's where it's like they're so good because they're so cheap. I'm gonna make a change, I think. So I spent probably too much time at Shields looking at bows. I was there like four different times, you know, shot Hoy, shot everything, set them up. Yeah, we've been there. Yep, and um. Well, actually, one of the well, I got to know a couple of the employees. You know, first name basis. One of them uh, was actually really good friends with one of our friends. So, like, I was talking to him, and I was talking to him. We went out for drinks like a few weeks ago or whatever, and he was talking because he's in the Shields Hunting Sales Department. And I think he's got me sold on the Tacticams. If I'm going to pick up a new one or two, you should talk they, to Joey. Does he run Tacticam? Joey Olson. He used to run Tacticam. But I want to say he switched because he was having issues. But I would definitely reach out to him and see what his reasoning for switching. I don't even remember what he runs now. Yeah. So I'm just going off of. So apparently, like last year, they released a newer camera. It's very comparable to the, the Link Micros are using. It's a little lower, you know, pixel quality, whatever. It's like ten bucks more camera. But that app, their app, their user interface. Not even comparable. So much nicer. Just way more user-friendly. You can categorize stuff. And, like, SpyPoint now up that to, like, you only get those features if you pay more. And, I don't know. I think Tacticam might be the way. I think it was even half the price of camera. Don't quote me on that one at all because I could be very well wrong. Because I know SpyPoint is 10 bucks a month per camera per unlimited photos. And I think Tacticam, they do, like, the the quantity. Mm -hmm. So, like, 10 bucks is the first one. If you had two of them, it's... 10 bucks for two, you know, like the more you add, the kind of cheaper it gets. So if you put a couple on there, it works out to be like half the price per camera per month. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I think I'm going to, if, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to try, if I do pick up another camera, cause I'm planning on it. One of mine got wrecked last year. I got a buck looks like, or maybe it was a woodpecker, woodpecker or something. <laughs> you know, you that's funny. You say that and because I went and picked mine up. 
I left it out all winter. I shouldn't have done that, but I left it out all winter. Yeah. And now mine, like on the antenna, it looks like a, something. I don't know what, but something like either rubbed up against it or chewed on it because it's like wore down. It starts at the the base where it started at, you know, it starts out wide and then it gets slim at the top. Yeah. It's like slim all the way up because something like rubbed on it and. Probably squirrels or birds gripping onto it. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people have heard woodpeckers. The only reason I was thinking buck is because when this this camera I phoned it last year, it, there was buck scrapes on the, on the mm. tree it was on. So I'm like, well, maybe just caught a caught an antler into it because it like just pierced into it. Nice. Which apparently, because I brought that up when he was, you know, he's trying to sell me on them or whatever. He's like, Tacticam, right here. It's a replacement part. It was like eight bucks. You can replace the whole thing. I'm like, that's cool. That's not too shabby. But we'll see. I don't. I don't rely on cameras. It's a nice to have just because my, you know, I'm, where it I makes it worth go. going out. Like, okay, I've got activity. I'm gonna, you know, it, if if you you're seeing something in there, yeah. And the guys that use the regular trail cams that have to switch out their cars are like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's like whatever. They're just seeing it to like reinforce. On, honestly, it's kind of like fishing. Like, I'll go sit in my tree stand. And if I don't see anything, I, I still have a good time. Like, it's right. just getting away from everything and just sitting there in the quiet. And, you know, you'll have, you know, squirrels come in or birds or whatever. And they have no idea you're there. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's enjoyable. So you don't have to know that anything's there. Yeah. But for me, you know, I like having my, I like having the cell cam that sends me like okay, I've got deer in there at this time every night. It really, and sometimes, it puts sometimes, on you. sometimes they'll go like, it'll be x amount of days in a row, and eventually it gets to the point where like, well, what are you doing? Like you know, every day your phone goes off at this time. Yeah. Like get out there. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you not out there? Mm-hmm. You know. Can't kill big deer from home. Which that can that can hurt you too. That's not true. I have big buck hunter. <laughs> which Actually, that can. That that can hurt you too. I mean, I think we need to move the podcast studio. Say, say you're on like a vacation or something, or you're you're camping, or you're doing something, and your your cell cam's going off. Well, I probably should have shut my notifications off because now I'm pissed that I'm yeah. here and not sitting <laughs> yep. in my stand. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sometimes there's bliss in not knowing. Yeah. But other than that, I think did my we, upgrades did, have for we, the season are pretty much. Have we gotten to a tip of the week yet? Because we got to have something. That we haven't said that. Start your prep now because fall is going to be here real fast. And then you're going to need everything. And it's going to be out of stock. It's going to be yep. um, shipping delays. You know, you'll you'll try to order something and it'll be here the day after you leave for your trip. So, yeah, definitely. Um, as much fun as it is to be out in the boat and fishing, don't don't wait too long to start prepping for that. Those fall hunts. Yep. Get that ice house ones. out. Get the just kidding. Well, let's ease up on the ice house. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty pumped for ice fishing. Getting, like, even, even, when I was, even when I was buying my bow, um, the person, uh, the one salesman, like was two years behind us in school, so we, like knew. So we were talking back and forth, and then ice fishing came up, and he's like, he wants to buy a Max three hundred. So I'm like, God dang, I'm already more excited about ice fishing now than the new bow that he's like we're working on tuning right now. And yeah, I'm getting the itch for it. Not looking forward to the cold weather, just the fact that 
I get to pull the ice, the house out on the Roll on the lake again. Take a nap, watch a movie, and let that rattle reel do its thing. Yeah. No, we definitely got to get out a few more times. Like, all of it. Get the kind of the group that's got permanence. Because you can ask Nick and even go back podcast. That's always what I've looked forward to is, like, when we start getting more people with them. Because, like, when I first got it, it was kind of just me. And, like, you go out and you see the groups of, like, five people. And they're just, they're fishing. But, like, during the day, they got fire going on the lake. They're just all hanging out. They're just going between each other. Kids are out driving their 120s all over heck. And like, yeah, Devil's Lake and Leech Lake last year were. I'm looking forward to stuff like that again. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not even like Devil's Lake is almost almost as much of a party as it is fishing, but Leech Lake like was pretty tame, and I did a lot of fishing. And it's just having other people to go with. Yeah. And, makes a huge difference yeah not to mention the just covering ground well that's like the same as hunting too i mean like even if you only if you go as a group and you're with each other but during the day you go out and do your own thing but when you come back you have that like camaraderie yeah and it's i don't know that's you know some guys like to go out by themselves but i think i would prefer having and i've never done it before so maybe once i get out there and you know get shown the ropes on how to do it and whatnot it probably wouldn't be so bad but i just like the group aspect yeah no i I definitely agree with that one that's why i said i might even follow you guys out west come on out if if i can get the time to sneak away for that long i definitely i I want to go for just weekends sometimes i mean it's not like i do a week every time yeah no it was just like more of the just with harvest and stuff it's just easier to like sneak out when you're only 20 minutes from the stand versus well um Season goes early so season. what January third. So. Yeah, see, we've talked about this before. As soon as there's ice, Nick point. and I, our minds are so far off of bow hunting. You know, the sad part is like bow season hasn't even crested on us yet. Like it's not. We're not even like, you know, like once once you get we to are, we're, what are we a month out? Two months. Is it two months? About two months. But well, once so we get to like July. late August, I'll be like right, yeah. getting the itch for bow hunting. But then once I hit September, it's like. All right, I want to go fishing. Yeah. I'm always a season ahead. <laughs> In that season, I'm looking like it's it's fishing season now, and I'm looking forward to hunting season. Come we're hunting we're gonna season. Be, I'll be looking forward to ice fishing. Jake, we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Wixo now with him getting this wheeler. We're gonna glacier. We're gonna be like the three musketeers. We better just everywhere. If if Jacob's going, yeah, well, Beto and Wixo are we're coming going that way. way. <laughs> we better. And I, Brandon was talking about it earlier. I think we would would you know pick a lake around even a bigger lake leech or something and kind of have that like we're, we're, we're just going there like it's mm-hmm. just that's automatically that's the weekend plan i wouldn't mind finding one around here somewhere that we could leave our houses at yeah as long as maybe we maybe we rotate schedules like all right this week if nobody's fishing well it's nick's turn to go out and check on the houses the yeah. next week if nobody's going fishing well brandon you got to go check on the you know keep it rotating just because I, I don't like the idea of leaving the house uh, the ice house out yeah. you know just that is, out there that is, with that is not a beetle thing is just to leave something yeah. no you know i wasn't too keen on that either but after doing it a couple of times and the convenience of going back it's just like it would be i, I have nice. never done it either i was about to do it last year and i would have but the snowstorm came through and i'm like i had I don't have a way to plow it off. Like, I got to rely on someone else to, like, get it so I can get it back. Last year was a really weird year because I remember Timmy and I went out early. Well, it wasn't even really early. It was, like, mid-early season. Like, you're just getting to the point where you can bring wheelhouses out. Yeah. And we went out, and the lake that we went to, there was 
God, we had, it was before Christmas. I think it might have been even in December. But we went out and we had a foot of slush that was on top. And then by the end of the year, we were driving trucks out there. We yeah. took our, that's where you and I went, our last outing of the season was out to that same lake. And it's just yeah. weird how it can, you know, some some years it can be really slushy and really, you know, solid. And other years you're not, Can't it's not, no, no. Yeah. Hoping for a good ice year this year. We're we're due for like a uh, good ice early, good ice all year long. It's been what five years? I want to say. I think five years ago, six years ago. I know there was like a time middle of college where it was. I know high school did it quite a few times. Nick and I, Thanksgiving weekend we were out ice fishing. Yep. Yep. And that hasn't happened in a few years. No, this year. Well, no, this year. Or this past year, so the fall of 2022, it was still rifle season and there were people ice fishing, which rifle season is before Thanksgiving. So this last year we could have done it, but I had a... Hey, the good news is about not getting a rifle tag this year is I'm not going to get tag soup. Plenty of time. Yeah. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to try and fill my tag early, my bow tag. Jake, we hear that every year, <laughs> brother man. because <laughs> it's my only option. Otherwise, I just don't get time. <laughs> But honestly, I don't know. Last year, I was I was set and determined, like I'm I'm dropping a buck. Are you now at the I'm same point as me, where it's like, like now I just want to brown, it's down. I just want to get fill something, it and I want the meat in the freezer. That's where I'm at. Once I if I go like two years and I drop a doe each year, then by that point I'll be kind of like, well, I have a fallback if I need to fill, I can get a doe. But I just want to I just want to be like consistent with my bow. Yeah. And I haven't been able to do that yet. How many years in a row, Wixo, have you taken one with your bow? Three. So this will be your four in a row? If If you get one. Yeah. Yeah. So see, I want to get to that point. Uh, I'm two years one. Your first one came around here on public land, and it was a doe. Correct. Right? Because you texted me that that night that you got that one. Yeah, and I was going to go out and help him retrieve it. And he's like, nah, I already got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it time for questions? It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, I think we're probably probably about there. Might as well start closing off this I got one. You got one? Perfect. You better go. I got a thing of one yet. Fixed blade or mechanical broadheads? Fixed. That's exactly where I was going to go. That was fast. I barely even finished that. I shot a mechanical and it didn't open. I have... I have since then used a, me- a fixed, oh, excuse me, I have since used a mechanical again, but if I'm going on an elk trip, it's a fixed blade. Yeah. So, I I'm, I'm, I agree. Because you can, it, there's there's nothing to go wrong. It's just consistent. Your flight is going to be consistent. Yeah. It just co- really comes down to, I think, more, more the, and Nick's going to grab an arrow here to, to show us, is your ability to hit where you need to hit. Like, an expandable is going to open up to inch and three-quarter down near two inches, whereas a, a fixed is going to be an inch, three-quarters well, of an inch. They always, like, you know, one of the big... Hold on, I'll be right back. One Nick, of the biggest Nick, things... Tape, tape measure now? Oh. One of the biggest things that people switch to mechanicals is for is um, the accuracy and less tuning. Well, my, my thought was if... You don't have the time to tune your bow and be accurate with a fixed blade. You're not shooting enough. Right. So. I would agree. I've also not been good at it because it's been two years since I've shot a deer with my bow. 
Has it been today. that long ago already? I think so. Dude, we're getting old. <laughs> today is the first time I went and picked Tell up. Yeah, I got married a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I've been married for yeah. pushing. Yeah. Jeez, you are old. Um, Today's the first day I went and picked up a target to actually use broadheads. I've never practiced with my broadheads. I've just always played, like, I'm, my 100 grains are tuned in. I put a 100 grain tip on it, and that's uh, just where I've been. But now i got a target I can actually shoot broadheads against, and I'm really curious to see, to, to tune it a little bit more, especially now with the new bow, to have the ability to do all that more micro-tuning and stuff. Yeah. To really see where I'm at. You'll find a big difference, especially now that you're going faster, longer draw, heavier yep. arrow. I mean, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, so I'm excited. Okay, so Nick's got two arrows in front of him, one with a fixed blade, looks like, one with an expandable. And Nick, where are you going with this? Take the well, mic over. so I might be – I don't know if this is common or not, but I actually carry fixed blade and mechanical in my quiver. I actually do that too. Do you? I, I carry uh, at least one mechanical. If I have to take a long shot, I will – tend to sway towards that mechanical i actually carry i think i carry two mechanicals one fixed blade and then i carry a target tip for the stupid squirrels yeah good thing i got all my digits here i'm trying to count how many arrows you're carrying so i you don't i i, I just carry a straight up squirrel tip yeah i have a judo point too yeah same yeah but mine is just one of my just target tips field tip but so like this i'm pinning them to the ground bold move <laughs> more often than not when i go out i put a mechanical in and i've i have never harvested anything with my bow so I don't know if what I'm gonna like better. Yeah. But the 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 listeners aren't gonna be able to see this. But this is one so, of the what is that a, a a muzzy? I honestly I bought it. I think it's a Montec. I it came with the bow no, when I bought it. Looks it. Like, it looks like a G five or M three G five, but it's not solid. Yeah. Montec. Montec, that's the brand. Yeah, but they don't have the cutout like that, do they? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so let me let me see that one. Let's put that back in there. The one reason that I am partial to the mechanical is look at how wide that thing is when it is at its opening yeah. point. And that's what I was just saying. Like, you're going to be wider. You're going to be more destructive. Could just be more accurate. Right. And that's exactly what I just said a few But, I mean, if you, were to, if you were to pick one of those to get hit by, I mean, I don't want to get hit by either <laughs> of them. But look at how much. That's a, what, half inch? Is the tip on that one bent? No, I think there's just some of my foam is in there oh, from my I was case. Say, well, honestly, the one looks like it's blunt, but. All right, let, let me see those. So what do we got? We got a Montec. And then this one, this is the yeah, Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. I have heard good things about the Grim Reaper. But then once this thing is fully open, I'll give it to you, Jake, here. But even when it's fully open, it is still right. wi- about a half inch wider. It maintains that half inch. Yeah. The part that makes me nervous with those big three-blade mechanicals, and maybe for you it's not going to make that difference being – in a tree stand, you may only be able to shoot so far, but I think I've actually used my rangefinder, and my longest shot is thirty yards. Yeah, so then you're never gonna have that issue. But I have the issue of, especially with the big three blades like that, is my longer shots. I don't know. I don't. I'm not confident that I'll have the velocity to get pass throughs and have or have full expansion at the distances that I can shoot out to. So I'm doing a little test on your your arrows here, but these don't seem very sharp. They're struggling to cut paper. Have you shot these before? It's his practice tip. Nope, those are, that that's actually one of the ones that I put in my in my bow. <laughs> but when that thing's moving at 320 feet per second, well, yeah. well it's not. It, but okay, it's not. No, that's what the video that I watched on the Power Max was. <laughs> yeah, you don't shoot 320 feet per second with a hunting arrow. 
Well, what what is what is it per no, second? No, yeah, no, these are three forty spines. I would say. What length, what length are these? Because what are they figure? Fifty gram, fifty grains an inch. This is. A I I don't even know what? what it is. No. For the arrow weight. No. Yeah. It's probably nine grains an inch. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because this is a three forty spine. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It should say on there. Do, do, should do, say do, GPI do, up do, in, do, somewhere on there. Weight total plus or minus two grains straightness. Yeah. Six thousandths. Huh. It should have said right there. An inch. I would bet it's going to be somewhere between. Cause I would assume this thing is said and done for, what five hundred. No. Uh no, no. I bet he's four fifty. I, I would. No, I bet he's even less than that. I don't. I'll bring a scale one day. I'm curious. No, yeah, no. I okay. would say you're probably looking three. What is it? Hundred grain tip. Yeah. Well. Yeah. One, one or one twenty-five. I honestly don't even know. They came with the bow when I bought it. Looks like a hundred. I bet you're around three fifty. I think that's low. My bet's gonna be four twenty-five. Nick, we're, we'll be release these results on a future podcast. Yeah, I honestly, I'm so new to bow out. hunting that I don't even know what you guys are talking about. That's just, just what came three, with the bow. grain, total arrow weight in grains. Yeah. Plus, he's running a lighted knock, so that adds, what, 20, they say? It, uh, your lighted knock's going to be about 26 grains versus 9. Uh, that is your, light knock, isn't it? Yeah, that's what yeah. Your veins are probably about six a piece at three. I would. This looks like a hundred grain tip, and I bet your arrows are coming in around nine and a half inches. I would eight say. to no more than nine and a half grains per inch. I'm curious. We'll, we'll reveal these result, results later. Like I said, you got the internet up. Uh, we can. We'll look it up off the air. I feel like we're gonna have to do some hard research here and. Nick's looking for like a scale. I don't think he's got anything that fine. You, yeah, you won't. Well, I don't know if he does. All right. Well, Nick, you guys, you got anything else that uh, you want to talk about today yet? No, that was my question. Now switch those three. Okay. If you had to lose ten digits because of a firework, <laughs> ten digits being your either fingers toes or toes or nails, fingers or toes, or toes or fingernail fingers. Yep. Yep. Are you losing? I'm gonna scatter them about. You're gonna scatter them. I'm gonna scatter them about. I want my, I want both of my big toes and both of my thumbs and pointer fingers. You're gonna keep the birds, right? I, I feel like they're like most useless. Other than that, I'm trying to think, what do you, what do you really use your middle finger for? Like, it, you don't use that for cutting, pulling, shooting, telling people where to go. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what. I'm going to take, yeah, half my toes, keep my two big ones, and I'm going to lose both, well, no, the, yeah, both middle fingers. Probably better keep the wedding finger, otherwise I'll be in trouble. Yeah, got to keep the one one on the left at yeah. least. Yep. I think that's what I'm going with. And Nick is MIA. I don't know if, if I think he was looking Nick's for having puppy issues, I think. No, no, that, Mac was on the couch. Maverick. There's I a couple know. of them. Who knows? Oh, yeah, so Nick had his question. Now it's my turn. Let's see. Yep. Oh, was Wait, I got to answer it. What was the question? Oh, yeah, you didn't. You get to keep 10 digits. 
Are you losing Ooh. all your toes, all your fingers, or are you scattering them? So it, it can be a combination of any. I scattered. I kept like my my big toes, lost the everything, and then I kept or lost uh, two middle fingers. Well, actually, yeah, that's a tough one. Because I almost want to say it. I should just keep one hand intact and lose two fingers on one hand. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going two pinkies. Uh, Nick scattered. Er, Nick lose. Okay. So I'm going to go two pinkies. How are you going to drink your tea? You're just not going to be elegant anymore. Middle. Middle finger <laughs> middle up. Middle finger up. How are you going to rock the pinky ring? Yeah. I'll just have to retire that bad boy. Um, And then... I gotta keep ten, so I gotta lose ten. Good math. God, I'd probably go a my left pointer finger, my right ring finger, and then a couple toes. Any any specific on the toes, or just whatever one falls? Okay, so I got one, two, three, four. Uh, the Ring toe on each foot and the middle toe on each foot. Was it discussed at all how we're losing those? Firework. Oh, shit. How is that going to work? What am I doing that I'm losing that variety of... A couple fireworks. (laughs) How long are your arrow shafts? I couldn't tell you. What the heck? How am I supposed to do this math? How long is your draw? I couldn't tell you. Right, I remember this. Assume l- 29. I think it's 29 and a half. And then I think my arrows are 20. God, what would your guess be? I honestly don't know. I'm thinking your arrows are. I was. I think I'm a little low. I think you're coming in between 390 and 400. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm fairly new to the. I haven't. Like, I bought my bow as a package deal and everything came with it. So I haven't, uh, I haven't actually looked at all of the, you know, all the numbers. Like I, I went in last year and had my draw length and everything adjusted to me at Shields, mm-hmm. but since then I, <clears throat> I just use what I've got. I, I don't know what, all that stuff is. What do you, what do you run for a site? Where this podcast is kind of all over the place. Yeah. We've had a couple, a couple pauses and a couple. Uh, couple technical difficulties and now jake's on the phone i've been in and out wixo's this this one's just been consistent been all over what are you running for a site i have a spot hog tommy hog two pin slider all right so now i've got you're going elk this year in colorado are you switching your complete arrow setup or are you just switching your broadheads and are you set up heavier or like is your arrow are you already shooting an arrow that is capable of taking down an elk yes so you're just are you switching broadheads or are you just your setup is your setup i think my setup is going to be my setup um if i did switch it would be to go heavier but i'm undecided at the moment so currently i'm shooting um easton axis uh 300s i believe that are coming in about 420 to 430 grains, if I remember right. So a fairly fast. Uh, it'll take down an elk if you hit it right. Um, the only thing I would switch to would be like an Easton FMJ. That'll put me more close to the 480 grain mark. 
little bit heavier, a little bit slower, but where, where I go elk hunting, it's probably going to be inside of 50 yards, 40 yards, I'd say. So what kind of research did you do? Um, what, well, first off, what got you into elk hunting and what things are you trying to freshen up on or what did you what are you not sure on still going into it that you're well you've you've elk hunted before so none of this is is brand new but is there anything that you're trying to freshen up on Uh, everything Um, (laughs) if you had to pick say two things and why calling like learning when to call how to call um, different types of calls what i'm hearing and then playing the wind like um, in the mountains, you have thermals. In the morning, it goes one way. In the evening, it goes another way. If you don't have a prevailing predominant wind, um, how to how to how to pick the path to go? Like if you're not going to make it there by a certain time, and the wind's going to switch on you. Where you need to be set up. I mean, where trying to figure out where the elk are going so that I can cut them off if need be while playing the wind. I mean, it's everything. It's a huge learning curve. Are you going solo or are you going no, with somebody? at least with one person. So do you, are you doing like the split up thing where somebody's going to stay high and somebody's going to drop in or are you? Yes and no. I know that's situational. Yeah. Yes. But... Yeah. It's very situational. Yes and no to um, like one guy going high, one guy going low. We're, we tend to stick closer than I know some people do. I mean, there are, I know people that go out there and they'll be a couple hundred yards apart on a mountainside where we'll be like a hundred. How do you communicate? Just hand signals? Yeah, usually. You don't have, you can't text. Nope. You can't use radios. Nope, there's nothing out there. You you just got to be able to see each other. Yep, pretty much. What, what, what is your take on calls? So are you, and are you going early or late? Because what it's no different than anything else, you know. Once you get late season, they got to be adapted to. They can tell a difference between, if mm. for the most part, the the mature bulls are going to be able to tell a difference between a call or another elk. You know, I don't know. It depends on how good at calling you are. Because they're, it's peak rut when we're going. Well, hopefully, we're trying to hit it so it's peak rut when we go, and. Um, if if you can be decent at calling, move the mouse so it doesn't die again. Oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> if you can be if you can be get get good at calling, I think it's gonna work. I mean, I don't. Now that that will vary. Like there are certain units where the elk almost don't scream, aside from you know that that one night or that one day where it, everything fires off, and then you can go to those the trophy units where you'll hear 10 of them screaming all at the same time. Obviously we're not, we don't have the tags for those units. Uh, we did hear some, how many tags are you going in with? Two, two. Okay. Well, probably two. I will have one. And then the other guy will have one. James. Yeah. I'm excited for James's kid to start. When are we going to get him on his first podcast? When he can talk? (laughs) Yeah. James is, um, a friend of mine and Nick's. Okay. He's the farmhouse guy. The farmhouse guy. I was going to yep. say, I thought I heard the name once. Was... He's good shit. You'd like him. Okay. Does he listen to the podcast? I couldn't tell you that. You want to like put a, you should, you should put a plug out to him and be like, hey, 
you were hey, mentioned. If you, James, if you're listening to this, let me know, and I'll give you some extra manual labor. <laughs> yeah, that's worth an hour and a half right there. 100% yeah. for free. Got to listen to the whole thing, though. Well, yeah. I already well, actually, owe. we're not doing the work. <laughs> that's, that's at least a week right there. Yeah. I'll give him two hours. Two hours for free. Even Shit, I'll even come out for two hours. There you go. But he has to listen. Yep. To the whole thing. And see this at the end. And then eventually he's going to come on. Do you think he'd do it? Probably. I think he would do it. All right, Jake, did you ask your question yet? No, I have not. I got to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to step out for a This is a very there. long podcast. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's all been pretty solid content, I feel, for the most part. We're biased. We say that. Yeah. Okay, like 8% of it's been worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, let's see. I think the last podcast, I was, like, not related to outdoors at all. This one, they've all been... Well, no, they weren't. Hunt, no, never mind. Mine was about blowing digits out Yeah, fireworks, so. do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, and then we had Fix vs. Expandable, which is, what, the biggest archery debate the b- there b- is. The debate. Shorter you, than, you like, could do an episode. Matthews. You could do an episode just on Hoyt Matthews, Fixed Expandable, Ladder Stands, Saddles. Oh, so much. The problem is we don't... We're not... We are still learning. We don't mm-hmm. know 90%. Like, when I got that bow fit up, half of what he said, I had no idea. I'm like... You're like, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. uh-huh, yeah, that's that exactly good. what I was going for. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, let's see. Would you, no, I did a would you badly last time. We're going to keep it simple. What is the one thing you will never, I want to say give up, but that's not the one. Like, one thing you own that if you had to sell absolutely everything, What's the one thing, the last thing you're keeping? The last thing, like, on the list that you're not selling it until it comes down to it. Are we excluding pets? Are we talking, like, material item? I feel like it's got to be, like, a material item. Yeah, like material a, item. Like an item, yeah. Not yep. pets or family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, sell my wife. <laughs> selling her. <laughs> Let's see. She's worth at least a good three on the black market. Oh, that's a tough one. I got my answer. That was, that's a lot quicker than that was going to be. I'm, I'm, I still don't even know mine. My truck. Okay. You're gonna See, keep that truck forever. No, like he, it's he's not saying. Forever. It's he's like, saying like if you were to have to sell everything, what is one thing that you would you would keep? It'd be I was my thinking truck. vehicle because it's a little more necessary, but that's also the most expensive thing you own. Okay, so does truck not count? No, it does. That, that's easy. No, it 100 percent does. You're good. I never follow the rules though, so I'm gonna I come up with another one. <laughs> Except for now, I gotta think because I don't. That was the. It's like you're throwing a pickup over any family heirloom you got, huh? You're you'll lose your share in the land association up north over your pickup. Well, now that you say it that way, <laughs> Nick Nick's got to redo his question to answer again. Okay, you got anything like so? I got two. Okay. So, so say, yeah, everybody do two. Okay. Because my other one, well, Nick will d- deviate the rules again. Yeah. My other one would be the land. Like yeah. if I had a say in that. Yeah, like I that I don't ever want to lose that. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I don't know. You just said you had two. <laughs> yeah, I, was yeah gonna say, I lied. Like, I lied. You, you made it sound like you were down to a choice, and now you don't even have that. I lied. Something the one the last thing that I would get rid of. Well, one of them is probably be my pistol. Oh, what is it? Well, Shit! It's, it's not that it. It's not necessarily. <laughs> Let me redo it. I need. Well, three. it's not necessarily what it is, but if it's the last thing I'm getting rid of, it's my last line of defense, 
I could kill something with it. Oh, so it. you're going on I, a defensive mechanism. Well, okay. I could hunt with it if I needed to. I could defend myself yep. if I needed to. You could trade it if you I needed to. Tra- yeah, you could yeah. barter it. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to stick with you're that. With yeah, but that's only one. You said you had two. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what, was, what were you thinking about? I was kind of thinking the ice house because I love it's like. We've you had could live in it. <laughs> yeah. First world problems. If I, I have to sell it, that I'm not. But I'm also, it, it wouldn't be the last thing I sell because I could sell it for a good chunk of change. Right. So well, I'm, that's what I thought. It was like Nick went pick up right away. I'm like, I'd rather be like one of the first. Yeah. Is like, yeah, I got that moped parked outside. <laughs> well, and you could yeah, always like my, the motor. I was thinking, oh, the motorcycle would be cool, but that's going to be one of the first things I had to sell. Well, yeah, you yeah. could always like like with the vehicle thing. Like, I mean, yeah, you could. We've all got pretty decent pickups you know you could sell it and go to something older so you wouldn't have to yeah i i guess i wasn't like saying my truck like my like the one that i actually have just i want a pickup yeah i follow and it was pretty open-ended because i'd stick between my hand my like a handgun and a rifle I asked and I had no. I would, I'm gonna keep my credit card. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I could sell everything else and then go money credit cards off, exactly, and guys. then I can restart. It's money, dummies. No, I see. It. I I would probably have to keep. You gotta say the moped. <laughs> <laughs> my my Yamaha Zuma something FX. Uh, no. Let's see. Okay, while well, you're thinking, I would probably go with the ice house. So Cubby said, "No, that's a lie. That would be the first. I'm like, I'm doing the same. Like survival. I'm like, as long as I have the vehicle to hide it somewhere and yeah. live." Cubby said that you were gonna sell it. You sell your moped, and he offered to buy it, and yeah, you agreed on fifteen hundred dollars. You, you didn't you agree? On, you didn't you say you wanted fifteen hundred bucks? I told him I'd probably sell it for fifteen. Yeah. yeah, and I told him I said, Cubby, that it's worth it, and he goes, "Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not gonna pay that. Yeah, because he always wants a deal." Yeah, but his deal is not like you know twelve hundred. It's like I'll give you five hundred bucks, bucks and yeah, that's a favor to me. Yeah, he he if if he touches something, it turns to gold. Yeah. Anyway, you got your answers now. <laughs> that's a no. Yeah. Well, at first I was trying to go on like a family heirloom, but I don't have any. Well, your one of yours would be the farm. Hundred percent. If you, if you have a was in my first thing, but that's yeah. not in my name, obviously. It's no, but either the land's me. not in mine either. But oh. if I had a say, no, I, I would never get rid if of I that. If I had a say, yes, that is never leaving. That is always going to be there. That's obviously what I love. Love being there. Love doing it. So yeah, no. If that, if that, if that's a valid answer, that's a hundred percent what it is, without a doubt. If I had to pick something random, just be like my generator, you know. <laughs> Well, you know, what the hell? now ran out of gas, but man, does that look cool? <laughs> yeah. Does a lot of good was, with all yeah. the other stuff I sold that I can't plug in anymore. <laughs> Bingo! I, I was thinking along the fact. Oh, okay, that, like, if we're going totally you could, random, like, you could supply it to people. Like, what about your I'm keg? Money? I'm going to charge you. To what about it. what about your kegerator? That is, uh, yeah, actually, I got to keep that. I got too much. We'll, money we'll get into that off air. I got too much money invested into that. Zero. If you're wondering, I got a free kegerator. We'll get into that after the. <laughs> episode here that's been like a thing now every time we do a podcast whether we're done at eight o'clock or we're done at 10 o'clock at night everybody like hangs around for still an hour before we leave yeah hundred. Yeah. we just sit and bullshit which is kind of yeah. cool it was brought up last week or two weeks ago i think i'm happy that we have this podcast because without it i don't know how often i would see you guys oh i would 100 percent. we'd still i know i'd still see you all well time. yeah not not as much though 
Like this not is a, not, it. Kind of keeps during our during the weekend. Like our during group, the week. like our group that we have. Like without this podcast, like we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be as close as we are. And it's, I think it's kind of cool. No, hundred percent. I agree, and that's Rick says like talked about before. Rick says like, like uh, I'm, I'm getting real hungry. Yeah, <laughs> to see you guys. I'm gonna start raiding Nick's cupboards here in a minute. You might as well. There's something good in the top right. Oh uh, wait, no, that's that was that uh, that was, was that Windsor. Where's the candy drawer at? <laughs> Nick's <laughs> nightstand top drawer. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. No, yeah. You can have I a think... bag of chips there. That's our Nashville food, but if you uh, want a bag of eat, chips. I don't want to eat your trip food. I know uh, how that yeah, goes. There's nowhere they're going to be able to stop at a gas station yeah. between here and there. No, that's the problem. We, we want to. Actually, you know what? We've already been to Nashville by the time this one airs. Spoiler alert, we, we recorded two episodes in, in one night because we didn't want to uh, interrupt Run people short. over the fourth. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. And it should be fun. Nick's going to Nashville again. I don't know. I've already been to Nashville again we we by there. the time this airs. Yeah, that's true. How was so the Monster Truck Show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who won? It also, was great. Uh, anyone know where you bet on Monster Truck? Yeah. Yeah, Nick, who's that winner again? Yeah. No, I think with that, <laughs> we're, we're kind of getting up there in time. And now Caitlin just showed Nick something and Nick's dying. So okay. Cubby just rebuilt this boat, and he took takes it out okay. on the river. And this is the video that he she just got sent. The motor died, and Cubby's just vibing. The motor, so. there's like smoke coming out of it. It's not good, and he's just chilling. <laughs> Where's Cubby? Where's Cubby? That's yeah, so his girlfriend. Just Cubby's just not paying <laughs> He's in that bow, just zoned. We'll have to call the water rescue team up. Go rescue <laughs> Cubby. They're not gonna be doing much. Is he still on the river? Kind of seems a, like he will be. Just a float. Okay, we don't do this very often. Actually, we do this quite a bit. We're going to call Cameraman Cubby. We're going to call Cameraman Cubby and put him on speakerphone. Correct. This is like one. This got to be one of our longest. Well, considering we said we were going to be done a half an hour ago. Yeah. Are you still on? Hey, well, okay, first off, we're live on the podcast. Are you still on the river? No. Safe at home. What happened? Did you call the water? I don't know, man. <laughs> You know, sometimes deals are just too good to be true, you know? <laughs> Did it just, like, stop, or what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I was trying to be out for a joyride, man, and then it wasn't a joyride anymore. <laughs> was it one of those sometimes you're on the road looking at the scenery? <laughs> sometimes you're in the scenery looking at the scenery? Yeah, it was a true joyride, and then all of a sudden it just... It wasn't? it wasn't joyful anymore, you know? <laughs> but did it put a damper on your night, or were you just... Vibing anyways. No, it was a vibe either way. Yeah. How how did you get back? Um, a cabinet door and then that's some driftwood. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to walk it all the way back to the landing? Oars. Absolutely not. Those were oars, Nick. Oh, good. Very good. Very good. Hey, you, I wasn't getting out. We're at the end of this podcast. You got anything to close out with? I mean, if anyone's looking for a boat, I got one. <laughs> Motor runs great. You got a buy runs. sell trade. It had one issue. Motor, it has. We're getting her figured out. Hasn't been tuned this year. Yeah. Ran, ran great last time used. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, thanks, thanks for answering, cameraman Cubby. We're gonna let you go, and we're gonna close this one out. All right, you all have a good night. All right, bye bye. Run with your boat. Well, that would have been way better if he was still stuck on the river. It would have been. Because he will. That, if we were sitting here 
and you got a call for water rescue being sent out. That that kid will do anything to not call for help. And he's okay. As far as the Beatles go, he's the one that does not prepare. Like Caesar's pants, absolutely nothing. Yep, like, brings hundred percent. Like, he'd get along. There's no preparation. He'd get along really good with like Wix. I was looking like, yep, I've done that. Yeah, that's been there, done that. A lot of times I fly. That's why I get in trouble. My wife does not fly like that. <laughs> well, I've got nothing. I just hope everybody's. You know, having a good summer so yeah, far. Hope everyone had a good fourth. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll yeah, we're gonna still got all the digits. We'll we'll come back at you next week, but that's that's all I got. Stay safe out there. Brandon, you got it? No, I think Nick said it. Jeez, we got, <laughs> we got flying arrowheads. Yeah. Everybody got their digits. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you have your digits after this one. We'll check back in next week and make sure we have all of ours. Yeah. With that, until next time, we'll get back to you.